Osiris. on the 25th of uh, Palace Theater. I mean, the one. What are you um, going to do? What are you going to do to commemorate? You know, I, I don't know. It is, it's, well, two weeks ago was the 25th anniversary of my wife and I's first date. <clears throat> and then we went to the Palace show like we had been dating for like a week and a half. Hmm. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a special time for us. Did you do anything to commemorate the 25th of your first date? No, I mean, we talked about it and, you know, I don't even know what we did. We did so we probably put the kids to bed and watched Netflix for 30 minutes. You know. Man, if that's all, if that's what you can get out of it. That's good. Um, so, well, you should do something. You should at least drive to Louisville and like stand under the marquee or something or. on Oh, on five, seven itself. Yeah, yeah we should. Um, Take the kids, tell them a story. <clears throat> how, um. Should we talk about you and uh, of Jeff's first date? Me, me and Jen's first date. Of Jeff, of Jeff. No, you know what's that? All right, and that we're not doing that now. No, we oh, can. Okay. I don't know. Um, Under his eye. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we. Uh, it's been it's been a minute. Hey, we're we're coming up. Let's talk panic. I don't need to talk about politics or any of this nonsense or even sports. It's fine. We could get in some name, image, and likeness uh, chat. And I know I've got about, I want to say 25% of your attention tonight. No, I've got more. I just think name, uh, image, and likeness. Wow, this is going yeah, There's a lot going on. Um, Panning's playing this weekend. Yeah, round two at uh, the new venue in Wilmington. Um, by all accounts, they they crushed it there last night, or last year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like, that was probably the run. Yeah, of the summer. I mean, yeah. uh, do do you think they can they can match that that level? It seems like the was it. I guess the Columbia the Columbia shows seem pretty solid. They've got Huntsville, you know, ahead on Memorial Day. It's going to be tough to to match that, I think. But you think they'll give it a go? I think they'll. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be playing. They're starting to play in some place. Hey, my friend Stewart's at the game tonight. Um, sorry. <laughs> He works so Stuart works for Orion Federal Credit Union and mm. is like their legal counsel. And mm. so they're they have seats like literally next to like at the On scores the table. Mm. Next have you to got the, to sit in those seats? Before? I did, which wow. for the for a meeting, the meaningless last game of the season, but it was still hilarious because yeah. they're such large human beings. And you know. They have like the they played the Celtics and so they had like their container of gum and like cough drops and stuff on the mm. uh, on the thing and like Al Horford loves Ricola like that's that was the big take Ricola that's what he did uh-huh. yeah. okay <laughs> um, maybe he's fighting off a cold like the rest of anyway Stuart Stuart and his brother in law are at the game tonight so that's exciting nice. well, anyway them. they are um, if you watch if you're watching the game and I'm sure everybody tuned in has has it on they are. Mm-hmm. There's a long-haired guy next to a guy with somebody uh, with a goatee. Stewart does not okay. like widespread panic, mm. um, <clears throat> even though he went to the University of Arkansas. Mm. 
Um, and I don't think he even went to the show 11-297. I don't think he even went to. Oh, jeez. Anyways, Wilmington yeah. be great. I think the uh, if I had to guess, I think the Huntsville shows are going to be the shows. I think those will be the shows. Too. Will be the shows of the summer until until uh, Atlanta. Till Atlanta. Um, and again, it let, I mean, we've talked about this. I mean, we're, everybody, we're all going to build Atlanta up. Everybody's going to build Atlanta up, and then you know, they it's going to be hard for them to. But yeah, I think that it being the 20th anniversary, uh, I think. There will be a nod, and that'll be all that people need, you know. And it can be yeah. a, an average rest of the show, and people will be happy. I think a uh, um, having the if they if they could have the rig set up that for oh the rig set up ten, wow just, really or have yeah. Sam play or yeah. something I think would be that a would nice be cool. tip of the cap. Yeah. I think it would just be nice to try. I think it would be great to have Sam play just yeah. to hear that a little bit closer to how it's supposed to sound. Right. Even um, even though it's I, been 20 years, I still we, does still doesn't sound It's still, it's not. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Uh and that's fine. That's what they chose. Um I don't think there's been an official announcement, but I know Sam was with us last time and he yeah. was saying that the, they will likely be in you know, they're planning to be in Atlanta that weekend him and and his friends. Yeah. And uh <laughs> so we know that he'll be around, so hopefully they'll make that work. And his shows are next weekend, if I recall. They are, yes. So not this coming weekend, but the weekend after is the the run. 14th, 15th, and 16th. So that'll be, those will be awesome. I'm bummed I'm not going to be able to make them work. I think if if the Asheville show is like a weekend, I might have been able to pull that off. But a Thursday in Asheville, and then like, you know, getting all the way down to Birmingham on a a Saturday is going to be tough. But, um, I'm sure they'll be great. So get out there and see it if you want. Um, Speaking of seeing it, Jeff, I saw music on Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. J-Rad. J-Rad. It was the first show of their tour uh, up in Newport, uh, Kentucky. Oh, where Um, they play there? Outside? It is. No, it was indoors. It's a, it's a new venue. It's called the, uh, well, it's, uh, the ovation, uh, it's what is now the LC Amphitheater. What it's the one in Columbus that's like a convertible. What did that used to be called? The Panic played on eleven four oh one. What was that called? Oh, Promo West. Promo West. So it's new. It's it's in Newport. It's the Promo West at Ovation or something. Oh, um, and so I guess it's it's the same. It's the same type of layout as that venue. Did you ever? Did you go to that show? Uh, not. I've, I've oh, been, three? I saw the Black Crows outdoors there. I did not okay. see Panic. You didn't indoors. see Panic there? No. I skipped okay. that one, which was okay. too bad. because They played the 01 show was fantastic. And then they played in 03, too. And that was a really good show, too. Uh, Tinsley Ellis came out and they played the. Uh, I wish you would. Yeah. And I'm so glad, I think. <laughs> um, but it's a cool it's a cool venue. And so they played indoors. But it's like they could turn the state. I guess they opened the backside around and then there's an outdoor amphitheater that's you know like maybe five thousand or something mm-hmm. you know so pretty good size not like a big shed but big enough um but uh it was good good crowd fun fun times always enjoy seeing them they're good high energy i know you like to yeah. uh joke that you could just listen to 71 dead at, at one and a half speed and it's the same thing but if you listen to one and a half 
time <laughs> speed 71 bid it would the show would be over an hour and a half whereas uh j-red's three hours and they why, play fewer songs but why do you like it why do i like it it i like the interpretation should be a segment of, actually on the show why, 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 why do you but, like it? why do you like it um i like it because i love those songs and mm-hmm. and i really like how they interpret them i like uh i like that they take a song like bertha and like will solo like everybody gets a solo and it keeps like it goes like four phrases longer than than the dead would do it you know what i mean like four more times around and it, it just like squeezes more juice out of a song that i you know like a a, a tune that i enjoy listening to um do you have dare? you heard the band before have you heard yeah, them before? i've, I've okay. tried no, you haven't. You really I've, haven't. I've you tried. Listened. I tried last year. Yeah. Um, uh, do Do you dance? I dance. Yeah. No, I dance. Does everybody dance? Most people dance. Yes. Is it unlike a, a dead and slow show? I mean, the yeah, people are yeah. actually dancing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't. know. It just doesn't do it for me. I get it. No, no, no I'm like not going to give you. Did you like Dark Star Orchestra when Dark Star Orchestra was? They're, yeah, no. I mean, I felt like job. Dark Star was. They were, you know, they were. They were more closely playing the dead. I mean, they were like pretending to be the dead, which is fine. I mean, you don't get to see the real dead anymore, or like you don't get to see like '77 dead anymore. Mm-hmm. And they did a pretty good job of that. It was a great gimmick. It really um, was, and it yeah. came along at a really great time. But now. Everybody's no, sort of it's done. doing this thing. Right. And uh, but, dead in company. <laughs> right. Um, but w- I guess what I get out of uh, out of J Rad is like it, you know, that they play songs and they can they do things with the songs that, that other bands don't. And so it's like it brings new life into songs that I enjoy listening to. You know but how I mean? are they not just how is it how should I not just see them as a glorified cover band? Well, I mean, I guess they are kind of a clever band, but I, you know, I mean, I it's the reinterpretation of the of of the catalog. It's doing, yeah, because I, yeah. I feel like they are doing something wholly different than the Dead did or any other band has done with the catalog. That's why okay. I think it's different. Got it. So that's, that's not your bag. That's that's in this week's segment of. But why do you like it? Right. <laughs> um, there was a. Oh, and Mempho got announced, right? That was big. That happened since we last talked, right? No, was that before? Was that old news? Okay. Maybe it was before. But yeah, two nights of panic, Saturday and Sunday. Like, awesome. Likely. It's not official yet, but I wouldn't. it's got to be Saturday and Sunday. So. Um, and you guys had Memphis in May this past <clears throat> weekend? We did. Well, I saw my morning jacket uh, oh. two weeks ago. Was that ago. part of the Memphis in May thing? No, or no? That, that was, was back in, that was two weeks ago. Um they put Which on is, a rock show. It was their first uh, date of their tour. Mm. And crowd was really light. I was like mm. really light. Um, I couldn't see back under the balcony on the first floor, but or the first level, but they had the third level open and we were like in the first row of the third level, which is perfect um, in terms of being able to see and just, you know, not having people cut in front of you or whatever. And there was um, not a lot of people up there. And then I kind of peered down and looked on the second balcony. There wasn't a lot of people down in the second balcony either. Mm. So um, it was, it was half full for sure, but 
summer not more than two-thirds for sure um but the show they play like there were a million people there of course they did um they played they played for in the grand scheme of things but in 2022 world they played like forever i like their because they do a similar they do a similar structure to like pearl jam i feel like and it's like one super long set and then like a really nice song encore they did three song encore yeah that's pretty short i think they generally Um, will do like four or five songs yeah they were you know i figured they would get 100 minutes and then they blew past that and i was like oh it'll be two hours oh they blew past that and then it was like 240 wow told um with the encores and stuff so it was great i mean good mix of older or classic content versus some of the newer stuff and um like they were it's just a rock it's just rock and roll it's just yeah. guitars and um it's hair. fun to watch those guys not so much hair um it's fun to watch those guys like watching patrick drum is just kind of a i mean he's just like this giant viking yeah. <laughs> back there basically just hammering away and then uh the bass player two-tone was two-tone tommy two-tone that, tommy yeah. um tom blankenship yeah it was just hearing him and you know being able to see what he's playing and, and stuff just sound sounded really great just mm-hmm. kind of how he plays he just looks so disinterested you know right but he's I feel like the best bass rocking. players are like that, right? The best players really like, you know, John and Twistles. No, 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 no shade at, at our own Dave schools who, who gets into it. But Bill you know, Wyman, the, best... the most disinterested, well, the second most disinterested man in rock and roll after the late Charlie Watts, probably. Right. Um, but he just looks like, you know, he always just looks like he's judging everybody. He just looks, <laughs> looks, looks like he's judging Mick and Keith. Like, you guys are such dorks. Right. I'm going to go sleep with one of my 3000 women that I've slept with <laughs> and have pictures of. Um, but uh, it was a great show and Beale street was not on the river this year. They're renovating. Are they renovating Beale street or oh, no, uh, it's Tom usually Lee down Park. on the river. Right? It's on the river, Tom Lee park. And they're completely, they've ripped it all out. Completely took it down to the dirt and then are putting in earthen mounds and doing a bunch of stuff. Mm. Festival is supposed to return there next year, but I, everybody that I talked to that went said, you know, didn't miss it not being on the river and Mm. was like, like to the convenience of it being out where it was, it was by, it was basically by the Liberty bowl and the mid South Coliseum. Mm. So, um, but yeah, they of course every year it rains during the festival. It's like clockwork, and it looked like they were going to get away with it. And then a storm blew up late Saturday night and pushed the headliners back. And then I guess Smashing Pumpkins came out at like eleven forty-five, and Megan The Stallion came out at like one in the morning. Mm. And then, but play your full set, and people wow. like people like came back, like like had gone home and were in bed, got a social media alert. <laughs> that Megan the Stallion was coming back and like got out of bed and went back oh, to the show. So that's cool. Um, I was going to go Sunday to go see uh, your favorite band Goose. Right. I did not go. Um, yeah, because the girls were on. And, and I probably, yeah, it was a tough one. But mm. um, but I, I should have had. Did you get a report? Did you get a report? I need, from to, I need to. I need a friend of the pod, Jay Strasberg, might not be on tonight. He went to Sweetwater 420 Festival, actually. Where he's on, he was and J Rad. Yeah. And band. yeah. Um, 
So yes, I, I should have, I should have done a little research ahead of time, but it was interesting because, you know, Beale Street Music Festival has always had jam bands. <laughs> I mean, Panic has played there several times. Almond Brothers played there several times. I'm pretty sure Fish did a Matthews band. Um, now was, yeah. was, Me- so it's not Memphis in May anymore. It's Beale Street Music Festival. Is Same. Okay, it's like a larger umbrella. Memphis in May is the the festival, barbecue fest, and um, some stuff at the the marathon at the end of the month. Because I remember I went and saw Bob Dylan in 97. Mm -hmm. uh, It was like May 1st, or no, 96. 96. May 2nd, 1996. How about that? Almond Brothers played May 4th, 1996. Yeah, so we went down there for that one night. And... um, but that was like Memphis in May. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't think it was Beale Street Music Festival. I think it was called Memphis in May back then. Um, but I think the crowd, I don't know how great of a crowd they had all weekend, but um, we shall see. But it's just, it's no. interesting to see how it's changed. It's very mainstream rock and roll and hip hop are, are the headliners. Um, they even brought everybody's favorite COVID, COVID denier Van Morrison out for a set. Um, he did not play his new covid uh quarantining album from front to back which was a real disappointment Hmm. um but yes that's all i got from okay music um we've got some so i want to share a little a little bit of news newsy you know kind of blues tape news um so i can't remember if we talked about this i think we talked about a little bit in the last episode um but there's the there's the uh the home team fm thing so check that out if you haven't been on we're gonna be on i think i don't don't think we're on today but apparently every tuesday and thursday at noon you can hear the bluest tape on home team fm oh wow how about that i think we'll have you know we'll have our new episodes and and you know classics from the vault wow uh, tape uh every tuesdays and thursdays at noon but they've got great he's got it's a great you should i don't know if you haven't checked it out it's a great they got a great uh you know mix of music and uh and i think sam holt's gonna do some stuff you know uh, pick out some playlists and stuff um so that's really that's uh nice of them to uh put us on there yeah and thanks to you harvey for agreeing to do that without my permission oh here we go (laughs) Well, I know your collective your level of engagement. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's very cool. Um, maybe that'll encourage us to uh, generate some more content. Yeah. So um, I don't know if people like to listen to us uh, talk or play music more often, but you know, this is what we do. Um, and then I also want to tell people about. Uh, I need to find my notes here. Uh, uh, there's there's a podcast on the Osiris network jeff have you heard about this i know we're on the i know we're on the osiris we are on the osiris network but um it is called the it's called sugar maple okay i've heard of this it is a i I bet you have it's actually like pretty it's like it's got it's got some 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 momentum it is a musical fiction podcast ah yes uh Featuring an original soundtrack and starring Fred Savage of the Wonder Years. That's right. He plays the narrator, who's a documentarian obsessed with finding an amazing guitar of legend before it finds him. 
The star of the show is the guitar, Sugar Maple, a Fender Telecaster. Hmm? Not maybe not a Tele Deluxe, but a Telecaster. <laughs> Rebuilt using a scrap of mysterious wood. Each episode features a new person discovering Sugar Maple, creating a song, and parting with it by strange circumstance. It's part adventure, part fantasy, part music. The episodes take place in different eras, and the 14-song original soundtrack has blues, country, Motown, and jazz among songs, among others. Check out Sugar Maple wherever you get your podcasts, and check out the soundtrack wherever you listen to music. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, so it's pretty awesome. I've been listening to yeah. it. I mean, I don't, I don't know, Jeff. Do you listen to podcasts beside the Bluest Tape and the uh, and the J Rad and Goose podcasts? <laughs> no, that's all I have time for. Um, no, but I, I saw, I read about this. It's, it sounds great. Yeah. No. And uh, yeah. So check it out if you haven't. It's um, it's it's pretty good, and the music is really good too. So so check that out on. Uh, on Apple Music or Spotify. So that's good. Oh no, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say so those are the things that are kind of happening in in our world with with home team FM and and uh Sugar Maple on uh on uh, the Osiris network. Um so I've been listening to I mean I do this every day anyway, but I've been listening to Europe 72. Old music from the 70s. Yes. Oh, right. Europe 72 as it happens. Okay. Um, which you can do on re-listen, but the entire Europe 72 remasters are on Spotify too. So mm, those are um, good. So you're in Paris today then? Yes, Paris today, which I haven't listened to yet, but I will before bed. Uh, some of it. I've been, yeah, so I'm going to start listening to it now and I might finish it by, I think, 1 a.m. because I think it's a three yeah. hour and 40 minute show. Um, Do you know where I got those tapes from, uh, from a dat uh, tree, a tape tree? I got those too. Did you? Yes. Five three and five four. They were big, yes. and and whoever sent them to me had like labels on them. Yes. It was, like, it was a big score. That yeah, was, was a tree. Was a yes, place. I remember that tree. Um, that's where I got mine too. Um, but I listened to yesterday was the fifty second anniversary of five two seventy, which is mm. considered one of the. I don't know. It was always neck and neck between that and eight. 2772 and 5877 sort of as like the yeah top it's three. top five yeah. but it's top five for sure but i one thing i hadn't heard was the new riders this is the era when the dead, dead would do the acoustic and then new riders would come out mm-hmm. and jerry would play steel and then the dead would do the electric set and um, i had not listened to the new riders set before and i listened to it yesterday and it's so fun it's just they're and then Bobby comes out and sings um, Mama Tried, Me and My Uncle, Races On, and The Wait, actually, uh, with the new riders before they go back into that awesome electric set with It's a Man's World and that dancing in the street is amazing and epic and just not enough words to describe how good that is. I mean, I listened to one three seventy the other night for some reason dancing in the street and Jen heard it and she's like, what is this? This is not good. <laughs> and then I said, it's the dead doing dancing in the street. Like mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's not very dancing. Actually, no, it was in the car. It's like, it's not really anything to dance to. It's like, just wait, it's going to get there. I think you get there. Um, but anyway, that was, that was the new rider stuff is so good. And I love listening to Jerry play pedal steel. I wish mm-hmm. he would have done it more with the dead. Those, 
um, brief little snippets he plays it on um, looks like rain and 72 European tour just make me wish he would have done a lot more of it but so uh, speaking of <clears throat> I wanted to show I'm gonna see if I can try to share my you screen keep looking up like how, how, how many screens do you have well just I got the two but um, so I saw this on uh, you're not on Facebook so you don't know this phenomena but you will sometimes see things in 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 one group like from a single group that like makes you think of like you're thinking it's from a different one because it like is like a cross reference uh-huh. do you know what i mean uh-huh. so i want to show you what i saw uh uh today let me see i want to see if i can make this happen here so this is from my old time uh cable cable uh tech technology group that i'm in <laughs> That's, that's awesome. So if you can't see it, it's market area perceptions, <laughs> attitudes, and opinions on cable television, teleprompter, Manhattan t- cable TV, and new cable television programming or services, Cornell Market Research Associates, Cornell University, <laughs> May 1977. <laughs> and I mean, it was, so it was unbelievable. And I didn't like, I so much, like, so I saw it and I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, wait, what? And then I so much wanted to comment, like, but I knew that like none of these guys, I mean, Uh these are like old school cable guys. Like they would be like, what, what are you talking about? Talk about synergy. That's pretty amazing. So what, what is this group that you're on? Like um, municipal cable? uh, No, it's just like, it's like, it's old, it's old cable, you know, it's like old guys that talk about cable, you know, (laughs) cable old timers, I think is what it's called. So what the good old days of that involved actual cables right yeah wires and channels my kids don't even know what channels are anymore (laughs) guys that have uh thousands of yards of coax squirreled away just one day one day it's gonna come back get this printer cable Uh, (laughs) um well that's pretty awesome and synergistic yeah so that's uh, that's what, 45 years that we said 45 uh, years. yeah 45 years and 25 years since since the big run in uh, for panic right so we yeah. played a little bit of the Oak Mountain um, I think of that run I don't know, where do you, where do you define it right I mean I feel like Detroit 5-1 in some ways because they're they, they're like up north right like 427 mm-hmm. 429 in Rochester. And then I feel like when they come back down through Detroit, 5-1, and then Indy, right? 5-2, yeah. Oak Mountain, 5-3, Jazz Fest, 5-4. Like that's that run. And then they come back up through the Midwest and do 5-7 through 5-10. Um, that's, peak, that's peak panic, Jeff. It, it is. It is. Um, yes, from the 1st through the 10th, that's right up there with 10 over there. Put those 10 days up against a lot of other 10 day runs. And I'll say this is like, this is my, just my sort of personal experience, but like, <clears throat> at, you know, being at that show and the show that I had seen prior to that was New Year's 96 into 97, which I thought were the three greatest shows that I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then like this, like Palace 5 7, um, it was like, man, how do they, how do they, how do you go from, you know what I mean? It's like, well, this one goes to 11. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then for me after that was, was Mud Island in July, you know, was the next shows after that. And I was like, good Lord, like these guys just like, there's no, there's That's no back and down. There's right. no, uh, there's no filler with those, right. with those shows. Um, so, uh, so yeah, do you have a? You, you didn't get to see. You I were, went on the, at the tenth. I went to the last. Show oh, that's right, that's right. Around, which which we've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. Before. Um, um, but yes, I think <clears throat> just ten pick, of the how, best ten of the best days ever for the. I band. was going to say, like, pick pick. Could you pick a set? If you could pick, you know, what's your your desert island set for uh, from, for May ninety seven. Um, I mean, I'm so partial to the first set. I mean, I'm so partial to five ten because I was there, mm. um, and just everything that kind of surrounds it. I, I mean, I think the first, I, I honestly think the first set from five ten and the first set from five five seven are two of the best first sets that that I could put up for anybody to hear. They're um, good, but I mean, five eight. The first set of five eight is I stupid, know, Jeff. Good. I mean, I mean it's five, totally stupid. I thought um, it was a, I thought it was a prank when they posted it on Panic Stream. <laughs> you know, did you not? I mean, Roberto it seemed Lowe like Spark, it was. Was it Roberto Low Spark Red Beans? Right. Yeah. Like what? Um, yeah, that's kind of made up. That's not even Fantasy Panic because no. you would never put those songs together. No. Um, but I, not that era of the band, right? I mean, I was, no. You know, but even yeah. like, yeah, I mean, even it's not. Is it as absurd as Low Spark early Low Spark from Five Two Ninety Five? I don't know. Maybe that's pretty. That's absurd. Um, but I mean, but the starter, the starter show, though. I mean, that was the like, starter show. Yeah, I just think it's uh, the openers on the whole. The openers on the tour are, are great. But yeah, five seven, five eight, five ten are three. Are three, I mean, they're three of the best shows ever. I mean, they're yeah. definitely top twenty five. Probably, um, we caught some heat for not including five ten in our all time bracket, um, but five seven is. You know, I guess we, we, we defer to the band when they release it. <laughs> I feel like um, I've been thinking about this. I don't, we haven't talked about this. So I'll just bring it on you here. Um, I, I feel like we need a we, we need we need a project. We need. Okay. You know what I mean? Like and, and both of us being sort of collectors and completionists. You know what I mean? Like I got like, going, how are the Grizz doing? Are they OK? Thirty-three twenty-five at the end of the first quarter. That's a lot of points oh, in the first so, quarter. That's a lot. <laughs> the game's gonna be over in two hours. Um, oh, NBA games are taking as long as freaking college football games at this point. Um, but like, whether it's going through the song catalog or the albums, or I feel like we need some sort of like, this is the project that we're gonna do for the next little bit. To keep people to keep ourselves occupied, yeah. Is it to keep the listeners coming back? Give some structure to, you know. So be thinking about that. Maybe if people have ideas, we'll take them. You know, we'll rank our favorite originals. Rank our favorite covers. Could be a ranking of some kind. Um, yeah. We've done. We did the uh, here today, gone tomorrow sort of stuff with smoke mm. and burn, and it was you and those yeah. various things um we still have not done we still have not covered delved fully into, into the, George the, years the McConnell yet. Years. Uh, i mean it's it's probably time yeah. um to at least do something um 
you know, I, I think I was thinking about, uh, I listened back to what we, um, uh, our interview with Sam a little bit and asking him, I asked him about the, you know, what it was like being on that tour in 2002 and knowing that, you know, it was inevitable what was going to happen. And like, I was, you know, just like, oh, 20th anniversary of the Oak Mountain Run was last week. And so I just, again, you just start looking at this again. I don't, maybe, I know I do this. I just start looking at set lists. The Everyday Companion is great just for looking, just for looking at set lists. Yeah. And I just started looking at, um, summer 2002 and like those shows where mike was still playing and then like but all those other people were there and like, like george and and, Ran- and randall, randall were coming sitting, out like sitting in it's like god that's just so weird hmm. you know and it's this and I, I guess one of the things that i didn't ask sam but i would want to know and there might be somebody here that can answer them i don't know if i've ever asked ted it's like why why cedar rapids and not red rocks like was the intent to try to go as far was the intent to go the whole tour i think yeah no i think we i think we asked that sam that i mean i think he was just gonna keep playing until playing he until couldn't he play could. anymore and that it's, was it's just think, such a it's a weird it's such a weird show to end on oh yeah coming off of red rocks but at the same time it's also to me it's completely representative of panic which is a right. middle a midweek show in freaking <laughs> iowa, iowa. This is the last and one. it's like this is the last yeah. one we're gonna do and yeah. i'm gonna play my ass off and we're gonna i mean set list for that show is awesome mm-hmm. and then like the next night they're at Summerfest, and like yeah, our guitar player's not here anymore <laughs> guitar players aren't here anymore and it's george right and then and, yeah. then, and then it's just it's a and it just, again it just reminded me again looking at those set lists because i was you know seven three and then they played on seven i forget where they went after that they go to cleveland or something on seven four yeah it was midwest they got to it went indianapolis was yeah. was seven six I think. but it wasn't like you know the band still kept doing what they did like they yeah. still adhered to the same rule cellist rules yeah and shit and it's just like it's just george here you're doing it and oh by the way it's not like you can learn the same 20 songs that you're gonna have to play like no it's like the whole catalog all of the songs <laughs> <laughs> we got to stick with the three night rotation period there's no and i know that they were pre- he was prepared for it and they were yeah. the band was prepping him and the band was prepping for it but right you know i was thinking about um one thing that was did happen on sunday was they youtube streamed stagecoach the stagecoach festival mm, i saw that yeah, did you watch some of that um, i did because Smokey robinson was on and he's you know 82 83 yeah. something like that and he was awesome I mean, sure. again, you have to view it within the 82-year-old Smokey <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. And, he, and he was great. I mean, we saw I saw Dylan at the beginning of the month, and Dylan was great. Because, you know, again, it's like he's 81. And yeah. so you got to keep it in perspective. But, like, he played with more urgency than I had heard him play with ever. I mean, mm-hmm. for his new, new stuff. But anyway... <clears throat> I don't know where I was going. Where was I going? With this? Well, we're talking about George and the band. Oh, know. George and the band. And so, but I, um, I watched the Crows set later on in the night and the Crows, um, Charlie starts 35, 23. <laughs> um, their guitar player, um, that's an earthless Isaiah Mitchell, I think is his name was touring with his band in Europe. So Charlie star from Blackberry smoke 
played with him. Played oh, nice. Him. I like Charlie Starr. Charlie Starr is great. I mean, Charlie Starr to me is like Russell Hammond in Stillwater. <laughs> and I mean, the world needs those people. And, and the world needs bands like Blackberry Smoke. Like, yes. And partially because I think they're all good dudes and we yes. probably have a lot in common with them. Right. But at the same time, it's just... It's, um, but Charlie was great. And, it, right. you know, Charlie is killer guitar player. I love how he dresses. He's got these big sideburns. He wore mm-hmm. like a big hat with a feather. But of course, he's like, you know, he's very short. Right. Um, but, you know, he just like showed up and he played 10 songs and they were all the hits. Right. Except for except for kicking my heart around, but that was all the other. It was everything but remedy, basically, mm-hmm. that of hit wise. But he could like show up and he fit right in. He played. I mean, Rich didn't look disgusted with him. Like they played <laughs> off of each other. He took. So, I mean, right. they gave him solos. Yeah, but I mean, let's uh, be fair though. But, I mean, the, the crows are stand like blues standards. Yeah, especially those yeah, songs. I mean, but I, but yeah. the the comparison is is that he just had to show up for one show. And play right. ten songs, ten songs, and like, and play them really, really well. And right. I was like, that was great. Christopher yeah. was happy in the whole thing. But then yeah. to get thrown into a situation, like it's like was, just jump in and be the guy for a month God. and play all the songs, and we're doing full rotation, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. again, I would love That's to have amazing. George. I would love yeah. to have George on sometime. I feel like the, the, that should be our project. Actually, is to right. get George okay. on this. Um, this is a safe like, space because. Again, it's like I know we kind of joke about him and critical, but it's also part of it is I'm so sympathetic towards him, feel mm-hmm. so much sympathy towards him. But it's also like, I mean, if I were George, I'd be, I still would probably be in therapy because over this. <laughs> <laughs> because it, I mean, it's, it's again, it's a job, right? right? He got paid. I'm sure he got paid well. He probably, it's the most famous that George McConnell has ever been, I'm sure. Um, and the benefits and the trappings of the road and so on and so forth. But like all the shit he put yeah, up. And, and I mean, not just that, but I mean, dealing with, you know, interacting with guys who, you know, who are, I think friends, but like the, the, that are probably at their worst. Right. I mean, yeah. you know I mean? <laughs> they have just lost their best friend and brother and you're mm-hmm. just like, Hey, so how does this bridge piece work in pilgrims? <laughs> Can we go over that one more time? fuck you listen to this tape i mean and that's the thing it's like i'm sure the guys were as patient as they could be Mm. but so so that's the piece like that i'm still curious about so if i was gonna write a somebody's gonna write a book about panic like that's a it has to be part of it and and it's not from a trying to dig up dirt or making anybody look but it it is literally like how did i want to know how george felt on 7302 walking out on the stage at Summerfest for the first time, knowing that he's going to be the only one out there. Mm. <laughs> he's going to be in the spot, you know, and it's like, you can say, Oh, Randall was there and Jojo, blah, blah, blah. But like, no, John Keane, you know, don't forget John Keane played guitar Keen. for a while. You're the too, lead yeah. guitar player in widespread panic, which is mm. one of the most guitar driven bands that mm. we know of. Well, some of the more complex songs, you know, and in a so massive you, catalog. So how do you do that? And then to put up with that, Again, from people like us who are just like, this band sucks, and oh, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound the same, and why don't they just get rid of George? Why don't they get Jimmy Herring? Well, then we get Jimmy Herring, and like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> Play something different. And then it only took 15 years, and then I was like, okay, you're fine. It's That's just good. different. Right. So anyways, I do think a comprehensive breakdown of the George years okay. is important. Um, okay. But we could probably come up with another project. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think that's something we should look at. Um, 
I was listening to, again, because I just listened to shows. I listened to a bunch of Spring 99. Spring 99 is a freaking awesome tour. Mm, all the college towns. Yeah, that was, that's some smoke, those shows and um, that Lexington show. Um, Should have gone to, still have the tickets, alas. There's so many of those shows, Jeff, too. You're supposed to go to, um, you're supposed to go see My Morning Jacket at, at the uh at the Promo West Pavilion in Columbus in twenty ten with me. And you bailed on that. Yes. Why did they bail on that? I don't know. You tell me it was the first time I saw my own jacket. It was May it was May of twenty ten, Jeff. Mm. Oh wow. Okay. Well you go look and see what happened in your life in May of twenty ten and come up with the reason why um, you didn't come. Probably have something to do with just social anxiety, but mm. I that's that's just a random guess. Yeah. Um Sorry, did I make it too real there? So we do, man. <laughs> um, so, we should, uh, send some, uh, send, uh, send the folks out with some uh, recommendations and a promise of what comes of uh, what comes next. So I, we should uh, we'll have Wilmington and then a couple weeks off and then three weeks off, I guess, before Huntsville, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. Do you, do you have any shows coming up personally that you'll be attending? I don't. You know, I mean, we we bought a bunch of tickets in like November, December. You know, thinking that the, everything was going back to normal, um, and then it like locked down again. But uh, you know, and so we did our full. We did. You know, we did. We did Goose. We did Green Sky. We did. Uh, well, Rachel went to to Billy Strings, and then mm-hmm. we did J Rad. Oh, nice. That was our big run in spring. I guess our next thing that we have on the docket is forty eight forty eight in July. Oh yeah. And is that so, green is that Green Skies thing? That is Green Skies thing. Okay. But J Rad's gonna be there this year. Oh right? yes. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Carl Denson was there, but he bailed he bailed, but they replaced him with uh Dumpster Funk. So that was a pretty decent um, trade. There's a... so we're gonna see Drive by Truckers next week at Graceland, which is hilarious and wow. I, be very appropriate considering that they will have the velvet elvis and blessing the trucker uh or jesus blessing the trucker with elvis uh velvet painting um and then the the take me to the river documentary which was originally done in memphis um god 10 years ago now with that um martin shore did with snoop dogg and william bell and Bobby Bland and Otis Clay and some other hip hop artists and a bunch of Memphis, Luther Dickinson, the high rhythm section and stuff was all done at Royal studios. They did it. They're doing a new Orleans one of that. And so mm-hmm. that's going to be in Memphis, I think on the 18th of May with um, a, Robert Mercurio and a couple, and a couple Nevilles, <laughs> a couple Nevilles. Some assorted, uh, some yeah. assorted Nevilles. Assorted Nevilles. Well, that's what the, that's what the dumpster funk is. Cause that's yeah. Ivan's band. It's, and then, uh, is it Ian Neville? The younger, the guitar it, player. Okay. I think that's Ian um, Neville. I will say this, songs. you know, rarely do I look at festivals in which I was there, but the late night lineup for jazz fest this past two it's weeks just good. looks crazy. Crazy. I, um, I haven't been to Jazz Fest in a long time, uh, 20 plus years, which is, I'm embarrassed to say. And we've been wanting to go, we just can't ever get it, make it happen. But I, I want to, you know, and obviously the last few years it hadn't happened. Um, <clears throat> I want to go down and I think what my strategy would be, 
one day at the fairgrounds and then like you know two or three nights not the same day like i couldn't yeah, do yeah. the fairgrounds and a show at night that's crazy yeah but do like you know like do do a late night show on on friday and maybe go out to, or maybe go out to the fairgrounds on like on friday and then get to a show on saturday or sunday or something i don't know but um yeah it's good times man it's a great time there you saw panic there I never saw Panic there. Never no. saw Panic there. So you didn't go '97 um, or '99. I think actually '96 might have been my last. Okay. I saw Dave oh, Matthews wow. there Ooh. and um, Little Feet and mm-hmm. I forget, you know, Cowboy Mouth, Neville <laughs> Brothers, maybe Kenny Wayne Shepherd. I'm not sure. Ooh. Um, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. I saw. It would have been spring break of my freshman year of college. So at- How is he doing? You think is he? I mean, is he hanging around Memphis? Like, I feel like he's the kind of guy that, like, you know, maybe he ended you up. You know about being... the whole Kenny Rain Shepherd controversy? No. Um. So he owns a General Lee. Oh no! And then he also, I believe, plays a guitar with a Confederate flag on it. Mm. And so the big um, controversy involving the blues music awards i guess it would have been two years ago was he was nominated for some things and then he was removed from the nominations because of his support for the confederate like this uh, confederate uh, flag i mean that's uh, um which um as much as i love dukes of hazard um you know but anyway yeah, the, right. the shame of the whole thing was and to have some friends and current fo- co-workers that you know worked at blues hall blues blues hall of fame and for the blues foundation that like really paid that it was it was a very difficult time for them i'm um, sure because of blues fans and well i wouldn't call them blues fans i would just call i have other names for them but um just really you know harassment and Mm. they had to go through a bunch of trainings and and Mm. and all kinds of stuff because of the the attacks that they were getting for, for oh. what not what the staff decided, but the right. ultimately the the board of the organization did. So, so it um, was harassment they got from the reaction yes, of the, the decision that was made, yes, not in support of the decision. No, and so it was. Um, but I saw Kenny Wayne Shepherd. I guess it would have been March of 1997, and I will say this: it was one of my greatest set list renderings ever. I probably still have yeah, it because I didn't should. have anything to write with. And I did. You did it I, in blood. I, I, <laughs> I remember. I memorized the whole set list. Using, oh wow! Using a mnemonic. <laughs> and as I got to the car, I like scribbled it down. I still have. Oh, the Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Wow, you did somewhere. Dang, you should. Yeah, and again, like, what was the point of that? It's fucking Kenny Wayne Shepherd. He just played all the songs off of his record, and then like some blues hammer covers, and that's right. all done. So, it was, but. <laughs> Uh, back then we didn't have you know there was no setlist.fm there wasn't even an everyday companion back then that was the only way it was like it was like song lyrics were a a magical thing that you could maybe get on the internet sometimes are you excited for there's a commercial for the new top gun that's exciting for the end of the Mm. month um uh, do you ever do you ever watch tom tom cruise and just think like "Mm." You know what I mean? Like, there's a little bit of what happened here. Well, just like you know that he's like as a normal, like as a person, he's like psychotic. But like, I mean, (laughs) I can I can enjoy his like work as an actor and be like, ah, you know, sure, that's cool. I mean, that that whole thing is and the 
what is it called? The what is the organization? Scientology. Scientology. Uh, Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist. Did you know that? No, I think there are probably that, a lot of people that are. I know, but I mean, that, like, I feel like that changed my opinion of her. Like, I really liked her, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" But I shouldn't judge. Everybody's got to do that. You could do you. You could, you know, you got to so figure out what it's it takes. America, um, Freedom but, uh, to do whatever you like to do. Right? Asterisk. There's an asterisk. <laughs> Um, only if it's in the Constitution. That was written by rich white guys 250 years ago. Let me pour another cocktail. We can have a conversation about that. Um, but yeah, Drive by Truckers next week, the Take Me to the Early New Orleans, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Right. You know, I think one of the, the things that is Mud Island is not operational. So this year, oh, so no, no, no real big outdoor shows unless I choose to go see Steely Dan. The Dan. Um, which if something, if I, um, I think Jennifer will know. It's, it's, it was so funny. There was a guy in the museum the other day um, who was wearing a napalm death shirt movie. Mm. I can't, it was, it was one of those like hard, hardcore. I bet you see a lot of the, those kind of things. I do every once in a while, but mm. when I do see one, I'm like, I love, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say, tell, tell the guy I love his shirt. Right. And I said, man, I even said to him, I was like, man, I love your shirt. And he's like, he's like, thanks. And I said, you know, we get people come in here wearing lots of stuff and we get, you know, we get Elvis shirts and dead shirts and other, they had a lot of Hendrick shirts and some other stuff, Pink Floyd stuff. But it's like, there's a guy in here one time wearing a Steely Dan shirt. And I had such a strong negative <laughs> physical reaction to that shirt. I had to actually walk away for fear. I would say something that I would regret. Um, <laughs> it just was one of those things like what why are you wearing a steely dan shirt i uh i'll share my do you buy shirts do you buy shirts of bands you go see do you have um, a j-rad shirt or a goose i do shirt? have I, I do have a j-rad shirt i did not get a goose shirt uh rachel bought a goose shirt um I do sometimes. I don't ever wear the T-shirt of the band that I go see. No, I would. Ridiculous. I would. End, I would break up with you and end this. <laughs> Just like I don't listen to the music of the band that I go. I'm going to see. Um, the day of, right? Right. Day, day of. of right, right. I will share uh, a story of the J Rad show. I was wearing my bluest tape shirt that has the five seven ninety seven set list on yeah. it, and it's like an airplane part P A Y M H Gillette Splinters drums Papa's tractor mm -hmm. and uh i got on the elevator coming downstairs from the balcony with like three girls and i saw one of the girls like, like looking at my t-shirt she's like she's like i was like what, what do you think she's like disco biscuits and i was like get the <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> really like, that really happened. That really happened. I was like, no, widespread panic. She's like, oh, I should have known that. I like them. I like them. I was like, yeah, you should have known that. You suck. <laughs> Fucking disco biscuits. Uh, mm. Anyway, whatever. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's that's really funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Um, okay, so we'll come. Wilmington this weekend. Hope everybody yeah. has a good time and is yeah. safe um, yeah. there. And then we'll reconvene at some point after that. 
talk about. I think we should. Yeah, maybe we'll have uh, we'll have uh, either uh, Jeff Hansen or yeah. Again, Jeff, you don't Jeff Colath. You don't. You're not on the Facebook. Um, you know, the Panic Stream Facebook page is very. There's a lot of things happening there. A lot of you know, a lot of conversation. Uh, Jeff Hansen likes to stir things up on there. Oh. And uh, he he's a bit, he he likes goose. He thinks that anybody that doesn't that doesn't like goose is confused. Yeah. And um, and there's something else he he that he got on. But uh, anyway, maybe we'll have Jeff on to talk about. Maybe he goes to Wilmington Chase. If not, we'll have Bo Gunn on. I'm sure he's, he's so. There. What what? How can you stir up things on Panic Stream these days? Um, like what? You, well, what stirs people up? What gets people going? Well, I mean, have you been on the, you've been on the internet before? You've been, right? <laughs> I have, yes. Um, you, you make a statement that somebody disagrees with. And sure, but I'm curious as to like what gets, what gets the hackles up for panic fans? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of strong opinions about Goose. Uh, a lot of strong opinions about, you know, panic and and you know what their best eras are or you know songs or shows or whatever so um you just gotta go you gotta go on there and see for yourself jeff just just to really truly experience it so your goose show was at the old foresters paris town hall correct what is that place it's a great it's a brand new place they built um it's similar to the, I mean, it's a, it's a music hall, you know, floor, no seats but and the balcony around. It's brand new. Yeah. Where it's is probably, it? it's in uh, Paris town, which is a neighborhood, uh, in Louisville. It's close to the, uh, Mawai brewery. Um, it's not For those of us downtown. that don't know Louisville like you do, is it? It's like, uh, it is, uh, it's a little east, southeast. It, I mean, it's it's in the direction of where I live, southeast know. of downtown. Mm. Okay, but in the inside the inside the Waterson, you know, I mean, it's in yeah, okay, it's in Louisville proper. Yeah, but um, you know, it's a, it's a nice, it's an old neighborhood that's getting uh, you know, it's in its transition Gentrified. phase. Sure. Uh, and uh, but it's a cool, I mean, they, it's brand new. I mean, they built it, you know, from the ground up, and it, you know, so it sounds nice, it's clean. Um, and uh, and it's old forester, so they pour old sponsored forester. by, yeah, they had nice, nice bourbon. I want to say, I do want to point out, I was at the uh, at the J Rat show, and we, we went up to the upstairs bar, and they had like nice bourbon on behind the bar and like several levels. I was like, I was like, how you know, how much is the good stuff up there? And he's like, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. I have to look and see. I was like, well, what about the about the Weller? How much is the Weller back there? And so he pulled off the the Weller twelve, and then looked up. I think he then looked up like Weller Special Reserve, mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, it's eight eight dollars a drink, <laughs> sixteen for a double. And I was like. <laughs> I will take a double, sir. My good, my good, sir. For me, and, two. And I think you're right. No, so I got a double, and I think I, we like I. Then we split another one, and then a friend had another one. We we needless to say that the bottle of Weller Twelve did not last the night. You put some work on it. Well, that's yeah. a pretty good deal. Um, so. Is Weller hard to come by? 
Oh yeah, that's yeah, really hard. Um, it hasn't been here in a minute. Um, but yes, even it does come here. It's always is there's always a restricted. Drink four roses is fine. But um, I think right now drinking wild turkey right now. (laughs) So okay. Uh, well, anyway, okay, so we'll do well, Paris at home, and yeah, we'll do recap. We'll get, we'll get in. We're gonna get into the goose. I'm still working on the. Uh, I forget, I forget what the what the there's a there's an Osiris podcast, the Great Beyond uh, podcast that they talk about goose. Okay, and, uh, um, efforting those guys, maybe we'll. we'll so we should do too. next time. We'll do a a full a review the Miss Kitty's Lounge. LP's oh yeah! Oh man, have you listened to that, Jeff? I'm waiting for the records to come out. Okay, good for you. No, that's fine. Because I've kind of been putting it off. But then the other night, I was like, I want to listen to this. And I put on like the over-ear headphones. Mm-hmm. And I played it. And fuck, it is good, man. I mean, I guess they remastered it. You know, I mean, I've listened to all those old 90s demos. You know, there are several. There's a Muscle Shoals demo. There's a John Keane demo. And um, it was like, you know, oh, they're fine. They're good. But this was, I mean, it sounded nice. And um, yeah, I texted Sam. I was like, have you listened to this? He's like, oh yeah, I've heard this before. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you have, but I don't know if you've really heard this and you need to listen to it because yeah. it's good. Um, so yeah, we'll do that. Okay, we'll do, that's good. We'll do, well, we should do like a track by track on Miss Kitty's Lounge. There you go. Project. Um, but yes, that's, that, that comes out on the 20th. So week okay. before. Go to your local record store. Record shoppy. Mm-hmm. um and pick one up okay yeah. well there you go right. well we sorry for everybody for sorry i was late uh yeah. grizzly's only up one now um mm. but uh yeah we'll be back soon yeah so thanks everybody for joining um check us out on home team fm on tuesdays and thursdays at noon and uh enjoy the shows if you're going to them this weekend be safe uh all you good people out there and um we'll be back in a couple of weeks to talk about uh, Wilmington and Miss Kitty's Lounge and maybe preview Huntsville. So, all right, take care, people. Bye.